I'm Emily Williams, and this is Understand South Carolina, a weekly podcast from the Post and Courier. Today is November 11th, Veterans Day, and we have a story about a small South Carolina town that's unofficially known as the hometown of living war heroes. The town is Batesburg-Leesville, home to a little more than 5,000 South Carolinians, two living Medal of Honor recipients. Sergeant Major Thomas Patrick Payne and Corporal Kyle Carpenter, at one point, both called that town home. Today, the Post and Courier's military reporter, Thomas Novelli, shares what he learned about their stories and what he learned about Batesburg-Leesville and some of the other people who call the town their home. My name is Thomas Novelli, and I am the politics and military reporter for the Post and Courier. What is the Medal of Honor? The Medal of Honor is the United States government's highest and certainly most prestigious accolade that can be awarded to American service members. So this includes Army soldiers, Marines, Navy sailors, Air Force airmen, Coast Guardsmen, and now even the, the newest branch, the Space Force Guardians. They're all eligible, and you are distinguished by an act of valor, and it's awarded by the President of the United States. How many recipients have there been? of the Medal of Honor? To date, there have been 3,508 Medal of Honor recipients. And it's worth noting that that goes to the inception of the Medal of Honor all the way to the Civil War and has stretched through numerous American conflicts like World War II, Korea, Vietnam, uh, all the way to the wars in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. And what's worth noting about that is the Medal of Honor can be awarded to those both living and dead. So service members who have shown extreme valor and ultimately passed away from their sacrifice, that action can be awarded the Medal of Honor. Today, we have 66 living Medal of Honor recipients. But what's worth noting is that as older generations of veterans pass, there are fewer and fewer living Medal of Honor recipients for two reasons. You know, One is just, of course, the generation from World War II. The greatest generation is often nearing the hundreds now, and they are slowly passing away. But also because the Medal of Honor is given less frequently. And it comes from the fact that America's wars are certainly changing in nature. I mean, man-to-man combat, at least, is certainly dwindling as the primary military action for the United States government. So that number of living Medal of Honor recipients is dwindling pretty significantly. Can you talk a little bit about the significance of the Medal of Honor in South Carolina? Because there are some pretty interesting South Carolina-specific ties to the medal. Most notably, I think, the Congressional Medal of Honor Society is headquartered and it has its archives and museum in Mount Pleasant. It's connected to the uh, USS Yorktown that's in Charleston Harbor. And also very notably, South Carolina boasts uh, numerous Medal of Honor recipients, those that have ties to the state and those who were born in the state, for example. And I think a huge part of that comes from the fact that South Carolina has one of the largest military and veteran communities in the country. We're up there as 10th in the nation for the most military retirees. There's major military bases all throughout the state, ranging from Fort Jackson in Columbia to Paris Island in Beaufort, and even Joint Base Charleston here in our backyard. So today we're talking very specifically about one small South Carolina town, and it's one that two living Medal of Honor recipients have called home. So we already established the number of 
Medal of Honor recipients ever, and then much, much smaller than that, the number of living recipients, and this town can claim two. What is that town, and how did you find out about this connection? So the town is Batesburg-Leesville, has a population of about 5,000 people, not too far from Columbia. But how I found out about this story was actually a year ago. It was actually September 11th, 2020. And that's when Thomas Patrick Payne was awarded the Medal of Honor by President Donald Trump. Part of the president's speech was talking about how this was a small town, South Carolina boy, who received this award. Pat grew up in a small town in South Carolina. His dad is a police officer. His grandfather served in World War II in Korea, Vietnam. Service to our country really goes through their veins very, very rapidly. And I looked into his connections and started Googling the town, only to find out that he wasn't the only one. Kyle Carpenter, who received the Medal of Honor under then-President Barack Obama in 2014, also had ties to the Batesburg-Leesville area. Tell us a little bit about the town. What's the town like? You know, what can you maybe compare it to if someone hasn't been there before? Batesburg-Leesville has been compared to Mayberry by the current mayor of Batesburg-Leesville when I spoke with him. And I think his definition of that is, is pretty spot on. You go there and it's a very quintessential southern rural town with a small main street, small downtown with some local mom and pop shops. It's mostly an industrial town. It's known primarily for its poultry business. There's two large poultry farms that are nearby. But to those who have visited Batesburg-Leesville, probably know it for the world-famous Sheely's Barbecue, something that has been featured in articles. And you really can't talk about quintessential South Carolina barbecue without talking about Sheely's. You know it's lunchtime when you drive past Sheely's and there's a line out the door. And it's one of those places where it's a very tight-knit community very patriotic town. There's a National Guard armory very close to downtown. And right at the base of that armory is a small war memorial that honors some of the townspeople who have served in the military. There's American flags on front porches. It's something that an area where people grew up hunting and grew up watching high school football on Friday nights. Who did you talk to when you visited Batesburg-Leesville? In short, we talked to everybody. You know, it's not a huge town. So we were walking. Andy Whitaker, the photographer here at the Post and Courier, came with me and, and we traveled up and down Main Street, just popping into hair salons, flower shops, jewelry stores, just to talk with anybody. And when you asked, you know, have you ever heard of Kyle Carpenter or Thomas Patrick Payne? They had heard of him for sure. Some of them had even gone to high school with them. We spoke with the town officials in Batesburg-Leesville, spoke with the mayor of the town, and they had great things to say about Kyle and Pat. Notably, a lot of veterans in Batesburg-Leesville have met both Patrick Payne and Kyle Carpenter. Um, we spoke with Ginger Graham, the former commander of the nearby Lake Murray VFW, and she spoke about this kind of unique patriotism that she sees in South Carolina that, that brings a lot of pride in war heroes. If you ask anybody where they're from in the United States, they might say, I'm from, I'm from Ohio or I'm from Indiana. Yeah, right. But if you're from South Carolina, that's a whole different ballgame. There's so much more pride. And, and I would say on average, most people have military family. So it's just kind of instilled into them 
there's just there's just a lot more pride. And I think you know it's what's so interesting is one way or another, everybody in that town is familiar with those two names. Especially our post, we know what they did. We know their stories and their heroes. We'll be right back with Tom after this quick message. I'm Ricky Siafa Dennis Jr., a local government and faith reporter for the Post and Courier newspaper. As journalists, we spend time researching information and talking to credible sources to compile a story that's honest and accurate. We try to include important information that you can use in your own life, and it's worth your while to pay for a subscription to support our work. Learn more at postandcourier.com slash subscribe. Of the two, Kyle Carpenter received the medal first in 2014. Like we explained, the medal is given after someone has distinguished themselves in an act of valor. For Carpenter, what was that story? Kyle had just joined the Marines. He had been in for about a year, and he found himself in Afghanistan on patrol in a small village there. And he was setting up a kind of security checkpoint on a roof, and he was with a comrade of his when all of a sudden a grenade flew into the area. Kyle used his body to shield the blast of the grenade, ultimately saving his comrade's life. Kyle received extensive injuries. His jaw was completely shattered. He lost his right eye. As he was fighting for his life, he nearly died three times and underwent around 40 surgeries. Around that time was when you know, we saw a shift from the Bush administration to President Barack Obama's administration. And Kyle Carpenter ultimately became a centerpiece in the national spotlight. If any of our wounded warriors seek an example, let, let me amend that. If any American seeks a model of the strength and resilience that define us as a people, including uh, this uh, newest 9-11 generation, I want you to consider Kyle. Kyle Carpenter found himself on late-night talk shows. He found himself touring across America. And here in South Carolina, uh, absolutely no shortage of recognition for his valor, whether it was from the South Carolina Senate or when the DMV in Batesburg-Leesville was ultimately named after him. He was very humble about it. And when he spoke nationally about this, or even spoke locally about this, he addressed his wounds with a sense of humor in some way and was able to talk about how just blessed he was to serve his country and certainly embodied so many deep patriotic themes that make people proud of the U.S. military. What's his tie to Batesburg-Leesville? And when you spoke with him, did he share any memories of his time there? Kyle Carpenter was born in Mississippi, and then his family moved to South Carolina. He began uh, attending schools in the Lexington area, but about halfway through his time there, realized that this wasn't an exact fit for him. And so there was an opportunity for him to transfer to King Academy in Batesburg, Leesville. Kyle recalled playing football and playing baseball at, at King Academy and spoke very fondly about playing sports there. But he was also just, I think, very fond of 
the town and very fond of that rural South Carolina feeling where everybody knows your name and people know your family and it fostered a sense of community. The school's motto is together we learn, together we serve. And I think that was a motto that he really took to heart. And so when he graduated in 2008, he entered the delayed entry program for the Marines, which gives him time to prepare and then head off to training, you know, before graduating from high school. And he went to Paris Island boot camp and then came out, became a Marine. And then within a year, he found himself in the desert where he faced his ultimate trial with combat. Did anyone that you spoke with in Batesburg-Leesville have any specific memories of, of him and his time at the high school there? I think one of the most endearing stories I heard was from Karen Biedenbaugh. Currently, she's the director of admissions at King Academy, but uh, at the time, she was teaching yearbook, and Kyle Carpenter was one of her students. And she always recalled how you can never be mad at Kyle Carpenter, that he always you know, had a way of being very charming and More often than that, she said his character really showed on the football field. Her son played football with Kyle at King Academy, and she remembers just being in awe of his athletic ability, but more so just his tenacity on the football field. He'd be able to shed defenders and you know, take all of these hits. And she ended up coming up with a nickname for him called the bulldozer. And even later on, when they kept up a correspondence, you know, he would often refer to himself as the bulldozer with that, that nickname that she gave him. When he got hurt, I've seen him a card with past pictures. And I'm like, you know, you keep being that bulldozer and you keep pushing through. I thought that was a really sweet story. And ultimately, Kyle speaks about his time at King Academy as being super inspirational for him ultimately deciding that he wanted to serve. He really credits his teachers and the football field for giving him that inspiration. Like you said before, Thomas Patrick Payne received his medal just last year. What was his story? What was his act of valor that led to him receiving the Medal of Honor? It's worth noting that Patrick Payne has been in the military for a fairly long time. Patrick Payne is slightly older than Kyle Carpenter. Patrick Payne is 37. Kyle Carpenter is currently 32. And Patrick Payne enlisted right out of high school as well. And Patrick Payne was recognized for an act of valor that happened in 2015. And that was in Iraq and had to do with Kurdish forces and U.S. forces teaming up to free Iraqi prisoners from a compound uh, they were being held in by the Islamic State and Islamic State militants. And this raid with American service members and Kurdish forces uh, was supposed to go very smoothly. Kurdish forces tried to detonate an explosive on the outside of the compound so they could make their way in. Uh, When the explosive was triggered, it alerted ISIS forces, and they began returning fire. Patrick Payne and American service members made their way into the compound and ultimately started freeing prisoners as as quickly as they could. And then they were radioed that there was fire happening on the other side of the compound where other American forces were. So Patrick Payne and those American service members faced enemy fire head on and managed to free the remaining prisoners. Ultimately, one service member died during the mission. 20 Islamic State militants died, and it was for directing this bold mission and for showing 
courage in the face of adversity that President Trump decided to award Patrick Payne the Medal of Honor. What's his connection to Batesburg-Leesville? Patrick Payne grew up in Batesburg-Leesville. Patrick Payne is a South Carolina native. However, his time was kind of split between Batesburg-Leesville and Lugoff, not too far away. But he spent a couple years in Batesburg-Leesville High School, spent his early educational years in the Batesburg-Leesville area. What he did recall was he recalled playing sports. He recalled being involved in track and field and wrestling and baseball. He recalled hunting with his dad in the woods around Batesburg-Leesville. And he recalled just eating barbecue. And he spoke very fondly of it. Granted, he was also very upfront in saying he doesn't have a whole lot of connections to the town now. And I think a huge part of that comes from the fact that he was an 18-year-old young man when he decided to go fight in Iraq. And so a good chunk of his life from 18 to now being 37 has been spent deploying and training and really being outside of South Carolina. Did they know each other when they were both living in Batesburg-Leesville? Both of them said they did not officially really meet until they had both received the Medal of Honor. As the process started to happen where Patrick was being nominated for the Medal of Honor, that's when the two of them started to really get acquainted as the process of that was happening. Like we talked about earlier in the show, there's only 66 living Medal of Honor recipients. And then you throw on the odds of how many are from South Carolina and how many are tied to Batesburg-Leesville. Like you're saying, the the numbers... I don't know what the probability is statistics-wise. Someone can probably do the math on it, but it seems highly unlikely that there would be this connection. Did anyone in the town, or did did either of them speak about that, the why of, of this unlikely circumstance? Well, I thought Kyle made a pretty funny observation that you know people said there must be something in the water up there in Batesburg-Leesville. South Carolina is an incredibly patriotic state. And a huge part of it is that a big part of the economy here is connected to the military. One theme I remember when I was talking to people in Batesburg-Leesville was that there really is one degree of separation between somebody and the military in that town, whether it's a grandfather that served, whether it's a friend that served. Military service is in the blood of many places in rural South Carolina. This town is very patriotic. It has a very active VFW, incredibly active ROTC programs at the local high schools. I think that's that's instrumental in that as well. As a journalist, when you visitor a town and we're reporting a story. You, of course, try to talk to as many people as you can. And you also try to experience a little bit of what a local would do. So did you go to Sheely's Barbecue? I went to Sheely's Barbecue. It was incredible. What did you order? You don't order. That's the good part is that it's a buffet. So you go and you just stack your plate up with all the goodies. And I got every type of barbecue that they had and got some green beans and cornbread and loaded up. And then, of course, the secret at Sheely's Barbecue is you have to sit down. You have to ask for the pulley bones, which is the wishbone of the chicken with some meat on it. 
that is fried and brought to your table. It's like deep fried and it is delicious and absolutely worth the drive. All right, that's all for today. To read Tom's full story about Batesburg Leesville and medal recipients Kyle Carpenter and Thomas Patrick Payne, visit the link in our show notes. We've also included a link to sign up for the Post and Courier's Military Digest. That's a weekly email newsletter compiling important military-related news stories. If you have comments, questions, or ideas for this podcast, email us at understandsc at postandcourier.com or message us on Twitter at understandsc. Understand South Carolina is a production of the Post and Courier. Our intro music is by Billy Fountain. Let us know what you think of the show. If you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that helps other people find our show too. Keep up with the latest headlines at postandcourier.com. We will be back next week with a different news story from our state. Thanks for listening.